Welcome back to That's the Tea. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we're here bringing you football news in the most digestible <laughs> way possible. Today, Ryan, today. Oh, you, you did it again. The I today, brought, today. I brought the two todays today because I'm hyped. This was a fun episode to plan. We're doing like a, it's not really a fantasy mock draft, but we are breaking down each round. We are talking about three different positions that you could probably have or you probably would have when you draft. And we go through rounds one through five and see which players you should you should kind of target at each at each pick. Pretty excited because that's like doing basically we each did uh, three mock drafts kind of each. Yeah, for one like for first. one team in the beginning, one for the team in the middle and one for the team at the end. Exactly. And so you're all going to have a little taste of what to expect when you draft this year. But we will start off with how we always start off our episodes. It's reading the tea leaves, and we have a couple of news headlines. Ryan, number one is not the super spicy. Well, it depends how you how you just fight. It's Deshaun Watson. He's back. He's back on the radar, Ryan. People are talking about him again. It's either no Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. Okay. So what about Deshaun? <laughs> what about Deshaun? <laughs> I'll give you two quotes from our man, Shefty, with the Shefty ah, Yes, Adam Schefter. God, I love Adam Schefter. Number one, he says that he doesn't see Deshaun Watson ever playing for the Texans again. That was pretty much a given. Given. It's like a, it's like a no shoot like, the lock type. Like, like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Shefty. Yes. Make, there will be like sun Ian tomorrow. Rappaport more now. <laughs> Adam Schefter pretty much said that there will be sun tomorrow. Ah, yes, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you, Adam. Number two, though which kind of surprised me. He said that the Eagles are the most equipped team compared to any other team to land Deshaun Watson. He also assumes Watson's legal situation will get resolved. And when it does, the Eagles will be waiting. I have two questions for you, Ryan. Number one, if Deshaun Watson, actually, you know what? Let me, before I go with the questions, what, what is this the first time you heard this? How do you, uh, how do you feel about the news? this? How do you feel about that news? What do you mean by equipped? Like, do they have draft picks or like? Yes. Yes. They have draft, they have draft picks. picks. Yeah. Okay. And then will they give up like Jalen Hurts too? They might. Okay. I, I, I could see it. I mean, you have Devonta Smith there for Deshaun already. I mean, who wants to play on the Eagles, but keep going and ask me your two questions. So number one, if Deshaun Watson ends up with the Eagles, what is Deshaun Watson's fantasy football value? Oh, you know, honestly, I think it skyrockets. It goes back to normal. Cause if you think about it, if Devonta Smith can just be a fraction of Deandre Hopkins and you have a decent tight end in Philadelphia, unlike Houston. And uh, the O-line is, I mean, tech, Houston never had a good O-line. So you insert Deshaun Watson to basically the same situation that he was in before. Honestly, he's a top five quarterback to me, if he can at least yeah. play for the Eagles. And instead of David uh, David Johnson, I think, he has, I mean, Miles Sanders. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're all the same, you know? It's the same team, different colors, different logo. Yeah. David Johnson, Miles Sanders, potato, potato. It's the same. <laughs> the same thing, the same man. Player. Same value. But I mean, like, also when you think about it, Deshaun Watson was, you can say was on a worse team on, on the Texans last year. And he still put up top five quarterback numbers. And he had yeah. who? Brandon Cooks? I forgot. And um, Will Fuller, 
I forgot that he played like half a season, but that is true. Um, he didn't even need he didn't even need Will Fuller to be good. Exactly. And then now you have Devonta Smith, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. two quality tight ends, but most likely one. Mm-hmm. And you still have, you know, JJ Ortega Whiteside, <laughs> your guy. Um Jalen. Yeah. So it it's actually better, like you said. And the offensive line. People aren't talking about the Eagles offensive line this year. They're finally healthy. I know some of these offensive linemen on this team again. I like that. Let's go. But, so, um, like what you mentioned, you know, you asked me, like, what does being equipped mean? And <laughs> so I have a question for you. They have, I think, three first-round picks next year. If they give up at least two and their current starting quarterback. Jalen Hurts, yeah. Mr. Jalen Hurts. Who wins the trade? The the Eagles, hundred percent. Hundred percent. This is this is another Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien is not there anymore, but this is another Bill O'Brien thing to do. It's the ghost of Bill O'Brien still haunting. <laughs> give up, yes, you give up. Just think about it. You give up a top five QB, like you just said, for who? Jalen Hurts, an unproven guy in the league, and for two more chances for you to mess up the first round. It's. It's a classic Bill O'Brien move. Heck, they might even take one first rounder. And a six. Jalen Hurts and JJ. And then throw in the six, you know, and they'll be happy. Yeah. They do the math. Two plus two is four. (laughs) Four good players. Yeah. They get one. My goodness. But I totally agree with you on that. I think if the Eagles can actually pull off any trade for Deshaun Watson, I think this team is like really competitive. He's literally yeah. a, a proven Jalen Hurts. I mean, even if you get three first-round picks as the Houston Texans for giving away Deshaun Watson, you're giving away a top-five player at a position where it's not that easy to find another top-five player. So you, no matter what you get back in return, unless you're getting like 10 years' worth of first-rounders, I think you're always going to be on the losing end of this trade. You bring up a really good point. It's hard. It's hard drafting a quarterback. I mean, like, even though like quarterback is probably like the most drafted position, especially in the first round, mm-hmm. you never know. Some of them are going to, a lot of can, them you forget about. You can draft Josh Rosen. Yeah. I mean, or you can draft, you know, Derek Carr. think you have the quarterback, but still not get to the playoffs ever. Is that Derek Carr's fault though? No, it's not. It's not Derek Carr's fault. He is a top five quarterback in my heart. In your heart. That's fine. Okay. So that was Deshaun Watson. And the second one, obviously, it has been going around in NFL news. Is it what I think it is? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's Richard Sherman. Yes, Richard. It's Richard. And, okay, I don't have a news article. I don't have a headliner for this one specifically. If you want to know more about this, read it up yourself. I feel like not just you, Ryan. I'm just saying anyone (laughs) listening to this, I feel like y'all should read on it listen to the 911 um call there's a 911 call out yeah and so like there's like a lot of so the reason why I don't really want to cover the Richard Sherman incident is because there were a lot of things that went wrong and one of them is the 911 distress call became public uh. and one of the things that he that like that the caller who I think is like um someone related to Richard Sherman okay. was like he wanted to kill himself and oh, so oh, okay. We're not making any, yeah. we're being kind of serious here, which typically yeah. doesn't happen here on That's the T. 
unfortunately we're not gonna we're not gonna make a joke out of this i'll hold hold back the joke i had no clue there was suicide in like in play into this so i had a joke ready but you know i i had no clue the the severity of the situation which is why prayers for richard yes there you go which is why i prefaced it um you know all we can kind of do is hope that he gets the help that he needs i heard he's out of jail now but he has to kind of i think he has to come back to kind of like i guess like speak up about like the incident tomorrow so there'll be Mm -hmm. more news coming out um I guess just stay tuned but in terms of relevancy to us and to football i will pivot this to something else mm-hmm. which is i'm gonna surprise you here ryan the actual news article is the fact that there's a lot of trade chatter concerning dolphins xavian howard who's a cornerback why is he a good player i don't know if he's a good player but apparently he's a good cornerback I actually yeah, yeah he's, he's a good corner that's what i meant he's a good cornerback why trade Apparently they can't agree on a um on a contract. Oh, just like uh there was another player that couldn't agree on a contract recently. Okay, sorry. That that was completely useless. It was just because I read an article that sounded exactly like this. <laughs> I forgot about the dude's name. But so they're planning to trade the guy? They are open. I think they, they're fielding trade offers, but nothing's nothing's like a hundred percent. So to tie this all together. Do teams who were trying who were trying to pursue Richard Sherman, which are like what, like maybe two or three? One of them was Seattle. I don't know if the Raiders were interested in Richard Sherman. I I think John Gruden is, and I think the Niners were a little interested in bringing back Richard Sherman. Do you attempt to trade for Xavier Howard, who is a true number one corner? I could argue he is a top seven cornerback in the league. I think he'll cost too much. You think he will cost too much? Richard Sherman, like before the legal issues would have came at a cheaper rate. He's a free agent, dude. Mm-hmm. Xavier Howard, I think you're going to have to give up at least a second, if not a first for this guy. You can't find quality corners in this league that easily either. So you're okay with throwing like dead money at Richard Sherman, but not, I know that was really bad terminology, but <laughs> you'd rather pay a first on Xavier Howard. I mean, like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's okay throwing like wasting money on Richard Sherman because he's probably going to ask for for cornerback one um value. True. I think it all depends on the state of the team. If you're not ready to win, you cannot give up a first round pick for Xavier Howard. You're mm-hmm. better off signing Richard Sherman than getting Xavier Howard. But if you're ready to win, why not? Xavier Howard could be that last piece for your defense. Dang, so that that right that writes off Seattle and the 49ers because we don't have first round picks till like 2030. <laughs> but my my value of him may be completely wrong. He he might just go for a second or a third, who knows? But I from last I checked, the guy was pretty good. So I just assumed that, you know, because what Minka Fitzpatrick went for a first. Yeah, I think he was only a first, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this guy might just go for a first too. I heard the Steelers were actually interested. Now, I don't think they're going to deal with Miami anytime soon because yeah. um, I'd be kind of mad giving up Minka Fitzpatrick just for a first, but that's just me. Okay. But yeah, that's all I had for um, reading the tea leaves. We can move on to our main event. Let's do it. Today. I'm excited. I could. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pumped. Sorry. I'm just pumped to, to tell you my round one, pick one. Your round one, pick one. See, I just, um, for the viewers, <laughs> Um, we picked players for the start of the round, the beginning of the round, and the end of the round. Don't worry, we put numbers on these picks as well, just to make it easier for the listener to kind of follow along. And 
we'll have justification for each one. And we also made it as realistic as possible. And we based it off of ADP from, I think, Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros, yeah. So y'all can take a look at that as well. So, Ryan, we'll kick it off with round one. And like I said, we'll be starting with the start of the round, the middle, and the end. It's pick one for the first round. Ryan, don't do, don't surprise me. Please, please. Who I'll is surprise it? you very soon, but not with this pick. Okay. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, his average draft position is number one overall for a reason. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you look at his injury from last season as a rest season. So there's less wear and tear on this guy. You know what I mean? Think of it like Josh Jacobs when he got drafted, you know, low mileage guy. He had a year off, you know, so CMC on the ground along with Sam Darnold, a good QB throwing him the ball. Now it's a lock of number one. Who you got? Why you look a little concerned? Oh, okay. Okay. I have like two bullet points. One, there needs not be analysis for this man. Yes. No need. There's no need. I mean, he's, he's literally everything you need in the running back position. No, he is literally a wide receiver playing running back. Like you get two players in one. Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that's the best part. And people mention health is a concern because he's small or whatever. Okay, and I whatever. think there's, and I think there's a difference between being injury prone and being unlucky. Alshon Jeffrey is injury prone. Yes. Yes. Christian McCaffrey was unlucky last year. Unlucky. Yeah. Keenan Allen. Can take hits? I don't know. Wait, what? He can take hits. CMC. Yeah, he really can. He's actually really big. Yeah, he's kind of muscular. Yeah. Yeah. So draft him. If you have the first if the first overall pick, draft him. Just draft him. But yeah, moving on to pick pick six or pick seven. Um that range. Ryan, who do you have in the middle surprise, of round? One? Surprise. First surprise of the draft, right? Do you just want to guess who it is? Tyreek Hill. Uh, his teammate. No way. <laughs> yes way. It's Travis Kelsey. It's an absolute like nuke of a selection here coming from me, but I I assure you that I went through this at least twice. Travis Kelsey makes sense here. Okay. Okay. You need to explain. Yes. Yes. You look at the board. You have Zeke, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, right? The only guy I personally draft here is Zeke because Jonathan Taylor is good, but do you trust a second year guy with some fumbling issues? Nick Chubb has to share the work with Kareem Hunt and to pick someone that has to share the work in round one at pick six or seven kind of scares me. So you're essentially getting a wide receiver and a tight end in Travis Kelsey. He's going to put up at least like what, 15 points a game. It's, I think it's worth it here. And yes, I, I will make sure you get a solid running back later too in this episode for, for skipping out on one now. I can, I can kind of see. I could kind of. I'm. It's think of it like this: we're we're breaking tradition, you know. No more, no no need to go wide receiver or running back in the first round. We can go a tight end as long as the tight end plays multiple positions. That's true. I mean, it's the same argument for CMC. Exactly. Um, Who do you who'd you pick? I I picked Ezekiel Elliott here. Oh, okay. So, so the other guy that I said I would have taken, I would the other have guy okay. exactly. And it's just when you're looking the first round, you're looking for a player that could be a top three player, whether it be in their position or overall. And Ezekiel Elliott has it in him. 
he, he has been a top three running back before. He was like a top 10 or 12 last year without Dak Prescott and is consistently a top 10 running back with Dak Prescott. He's having Dak Prescott back. They literally signed him long-term. He's just too talented. The offense runs. He is talented. Not entirely through him, but I mean, like, they they feed him the ball. Exactly. That's literally his go-to, like, little, when he does a little cereal thing, when he feeds it, <laughs> puts it in his mouth. When yeah. he shovels food into his mouth, that's literally his when thing. The actual food goes into his mouth. Yeah, they actually feed him. So I love the value here. Um, the usage is always there. I understand that. I, I understand the Travis Kelsey pick, but it's too rich for me. It's too rich for no, me. No, no, no. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. All right. Trust. All right. So next pick is round one, pick 12. Who do you have? Yes. I mean, might as well just, just go for round two, pick 13 as well, because they're back-to-back picks for the same team. So yes. Take us through both of them. I had two players. Okay. Number one. My analysis on pick 12, first of all. If you get pick 12... Sorry, you lost out on all the good running backs. You did, but you also lost out on a couple of good wide receivers potentially. Depends. But there's on, still depends on how your your board looks. Depends on how the board. Yes, exactly. But there's still some very good value here. One player of mine is Aaron Jones. He's not the player that I picked though. Oh, <laughs> you saw my eyes widen when you said Aaron Jones. I did. I. I am slightly reaching on this pick at pick 12, but I am a believer of this man, Ryan. You, I, it's Who is in this your man? face. It's, Who is this man? He's in, he plays in your division. You see him twice a year. Oh, oh I, Und- I think we got the same guy. Undrafted free agent. Can you believe he was an undrafted free agent? Mr. Austin Eckler. I don't have different Austin player. Eckler. Different player. Different player. <laughs> I thought you just crapped on Austin, Austin Eckler like two episodes ago. No, I love Austin Eckler. <laughs> okay. I love Austin Eckler okay. so much. I He's budget Christian McCaffrey. That's the problem. He's Walmart version. <laughs> Doesn't last as long. Built with lower mm-hmm. quality materials. That's Walmart versus like Whole Foods for you. No, 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 no. See, first of all, the offense is going to be going to be popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert. Also, their offensive coordinator. Do you know who their past offensive coordinator was? Do you know? Do you know what team he came from? No, I don't. I don't know. He came from the Saints, and who was their running back? Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. And how did they use Alvin Kamara? Um, in every way possible. In every way possible, but you know they still had Latavius Murray to sell. To supplement yeah. him and and how 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 did Alvin Kamara end up last year? Pretty good, pretty pretty good. Okay, so so we we look at Austin Eckler and you know he's a budget Christian McCaffrey and you know in some in some ways he's budget Alvin Kamara. Yeah, can you not see him putting up good numbers? I I see you have me kind of sold now, but I don't know, man. Every time we play him, I'm not scared. <laughs> my team plays him twice a year i'm not scared i'm scared of the other team Ooh, ooh okay yeah, that's fine that's i'm fine. more scared of justin herbert connecting to keenan allen over the air and now jared cook in the air jared cook. there's more <laughs> there's more targets for austin eckler there all right jared cook and then do you want me to talk about pick 13 yeah, real quick yeah. for you? Fo- follow it up with pick 13 
Um, if you like running back, there's Aaron Jones, but I think Tyreek Hill here is a pretty ah, good yes, my guy. The cheetah. No analysis here. He's just a very, very, very good wide receiver. Is he the first wide receiver off the board? He could be, but um should be. He should be. Um, there's some argument. I mean, I like Devontae Adams, but um I think Devontae Adams and Tyree Hill are like really close together for me and my draft board. So you can go either way for them. But I think Tyree Hill. I think he would be here at 13. All right. So I put Tyreek Hill at 12. Mm-hmm. Just a disclaimer, I don't like KC like that. It may, it may look like it because I told you to pick Kelsey, now Hill. But I think with KC's offense, it's like it's heaven for the top one to three guys on that offensive fantasy. They always get the ball, and Tyreek Hill has a chance to score it whenever he touches the ball. Fielding a punt on a reverse screen, deep ball, you name it. He can take it to the house from anywhere. Nice. At 13... I think you might like this pick. Maybe too rich for you, but I think you like the guy, Stephon Diggs. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, okay. All right. Guess you don't like it. So you just picked a Tyreek Hill. You got a solid receiver. And you get on, on the turnaround, you go for Stephon Diggs. This year, I put full faith in Diggs. He balled out last year, got praise from a lot of guys in the league, and he runs smooth routes. As long as Josh Allen doesn't fully regress, Diggs will score for you. And I didn't go for the Hill and Mahomes stack because I'd be very mad if Mahomes threw to Kelsey instead. So only a triple stack there would be viable for my emotions. So I did not go with Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, that, that's, yeah. that's the analysis for yes. that one. Emotionally, you know, that's part of the game. You know, you have to feel good every single day. Exactly. You got to wake up with a little jolly, a little step in your, your, your little pep in your step. <laughs> when you walk into the office you can't you can't lose to to bob from finance you know you <laughs> exactly you gotta walk in monday morning with a smile on your face because they know you slayed on sunday You're your slayed. team monday's not even a problem for you you don't even exactly. have to watch the monday night football game no? that's the life but yeah okay moving on to round two again we just talked about pick 13 moving on to pick 18 or the 18 or 19 range so um for this player i mean for this team we already drafted ezekiel elliott for um the team i kind of mocked up for mm-hmm. i like going for running back running back yes i'm traditional blah 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 it's fine there are two players that i could kind of see here okay one is joe mixon okay personally do not like it but go for it it's not joe mixon for me oh, thank you I'm here to surprise you. <laughs> the way you say it, man. <laughs> Who is it? I'm torn between two players. Okay. It's Najee Harris and Antonio Gibson. Ryan, I swear to God, you did not like the Steelers O-line. You did not true. like Najee Harris. That is true. So why why is it so hard for you to not choose Antonio over Najee Harris? Because I feel like they're going to be using Najee Harris. Of course they are. Of course they are. Just the round one guy. That's exactly why you should draft Najee Harris. He's literally the he's literally the reincarnation of Le'Veon Bell without the sass and the attitude. And he didn't have to lose weight. You're right. You're right. He came in fit. I like Antonio Gibson, though. I'd probably go Antonio Gibson, 18-19. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I was just I was just kidding. Yeah, there's probably not an IG here. It's gonna be there. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It's Antonio Gibson, and he is he's just too dang good. You know, he used to be a wide receiver, and you know what they don't do to him? They don't throw him the ball enough. Oh yeah. All his stats have been through rushing, and people are concerned about his injury. I'm not super concerned yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just see his value and his usage going up. Okay. So for me, I picked Travis Kelsey in round one mm-hmm. for this team. So this team is now going to get another receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, okay. I'd stay put with the ADPs here and just select D-Hop. Can't go wrong with D-Hop. I am used to seeing him go in round one instead of round two, but I'm not worried because he fit right into Arizona with Kyler Murray last year. And I think that will just continue. I don't see Christian Kirk or AJ green eating into his share of uh, catches or targets too much. And in times of clutch, you go to Deandre, you don't go to the other guys. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, uh-huh. I could pick DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, I mean for that team. No. Okay, okay. Back. You you probably just don't like the team because it started with Travis Kelsey. I mean, you didn't you didn't start off strong for me personally, but you know maybe maybe started off with a bang. That's what I started off with. Um, yeah, bang or bust. But to end off round two and to start round three, this is a team that drafted Christian McCaffrey number one. This is like the best place to take it. You went, you went past catchers early, but just like, okay, if you look at pick 24 and 25, okay. you have Christian McCaffrey and your choice of AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson, and Calvin Ridley. Yeah. They're, they're all sitting there for you. It's, it's your pick. You know how good that is? Mm-hmm. It's Very good. That's amazing. I want a piece of that pie. So we're grabbing two out of the three here. You're, you're going wide receiver, wide receiver? We go wide receiver, wide receiver. Okay, okay. Who do you got? I go A.J. Brown. Oh, God, okay. You don't like A.J. Brown? I, I like A.J. Brown, but I don't know if I like him as much as the gritty man, you know? Oh, don't worry, because we're going to get him, too. You don't, oh, So you don't like Calvin Ridley now? Not that I don't like Calvin Ridley, but I mean, I just like the value of the other okay. two better. All right, explain your picks. AJ Brown, I feel like we just talk about him way too much, but it's totally fine. I think them bringing in Julio Jones helps AJ Brown just a bit more because now you got to cover both two. You have to cover both of them now. I don't think True. Corey Davis was. People are like, oh, Corey Davis is so underrated. I did not see enough of Corey Davis. Corey Davis had one okay year, and people were raving about him like he's the second True. coming of Devontae. He doesn't get targeted. I, I took the bait in fantasy multiple multiple times in multiple years. He doesn't get targeted. It's unfortunate. And mm-hmm. but you know who they do target? It's AJ Brown. And you want to surprise again. AJ Brown put up really good numbers last year. And he was injured. The man was hurt. That's all I have to say. You, you have, and for Justin point. Jefferson, no analysis there. Number one option. He proved it last year that he deserves to be the number one wide receiver for that Minnesota offense. Yes, both these teams run the ball like crazy, but they have to pass some time. And their quarterbacks aren't that bad. Plus, you know, Justin Jefferson does the gritty. He might have you doing the gritty too, because Justin Jefferson could be the the league winner. He really could. 
So I went Justin Jefferson at pick 24 and pick 25. Your guy, say his name. Is it Little Kittle? Little Kittle. No, that's too early for Little Kittle. Good little early. Kittle, that, that, that's, uh, that's Robert Taun- Taun- Tanyan. That, that's way too early, oh. right? No, no, I meant, oh, okay. I was oh, 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 the other. Yeah, oh. The, the name, oh, you mean D. Okay. Waller? Oh, you. Oh, you went Darren Waller here. Okay. Round three. So, okay, I probably look like a hypocrite right now because we've been dogging on tight ends and telling you guys to pick it later in the draft. But I'm giving you league winners here. And my, and my question to the doubters of this pick and this choice is, is it easier to find a sleeper wide receiver steal later in the draft or on the waiver wire? Or would you rather do it with trying to find a tight end? Fair argument, yeah. Yeah, so, and I think some teams don't even use their tight end, like like the Jags, you know, they're still trying to bring back Tebow at a position where, you know, you have the likes of Kelsey playing and like Gronk and stuff. So I think... The Raiders here, they respect the tight end position. Derek Carr respects it. He's always going to look for to Waller, and you know that. You drafted him. And I think Darren Waller is moving into the, like, the tight end one and two talks. I can see that. Um, so you go Darren Waller. It's a very balanced team so far. CMC, Justin Jefferson, Darren Waller in your tight end spot. You have one of everything. One of everything. Okay. All right. So moving on to the middle of round three, we have pick 30 and 31. Who you got? You're going to be a little mad, but it's okay. It's okay. So the running backs here. So this is the team that I think they selected Ezekiel Elliott and Antonio Gibbs. Mm-hmm. You can grab another running back for your flex, DeAndre Swift and CEH. It's pretty okay. good. Is that the route I would take now? <laughs> I, I I love how you steer us in one direction and just do a hard U-turn. Hard U-turn, yes. So, my question is, why take a flyer on a borderline RB2 when you can risk the pick for a potential wide receiver one? Who are you going for? You take a look. You're like, mm, who's here? who's here Ryan Michael Thomas is here mm-hmm. and I like Michael Thomas here just wait for the butt guys <laughs> just wait for the butt oh no 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 there's no butt, what? There there's no no butt. Michael Thomas here. <laughs> oh okay okay I think the value is right round three again yes I feel like a lot of people are emotionally hurt over Michael Thomas and what happened last year I would be too emotionally scarred even emotionally scarred yes I have a couple of arguments for Michael Thomas. Yes, he's people call him slant boy. Yes, um, that's the argument. Yes, um, Drew Brees was a dink and dunk player and um, during the end of his career, and Michael Thomas kind of fit that mold. Mm-hmm. Now, it's Jameis Winston, and we've seen him work out, and it's I don't know what he's been doing. I don't understand <laughs> what goes on in his head, his training, his offseason preparation. I don't get it. But I do know that he throws the ball a lot. And very frequently. Yes. To both sides, his team and the other team. He was able to support Mike Evans for so long. I don't see why he can't support Michael Thomas in being a wide receiver one. I can see that. But did Mike Evans put up that grade of numbers? 
No, but he was still a wide receiver one. True. true. So you're looking at the back end. Who, who do you have on this team right now so far? From Antonio your last Gibson and Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I see what you mean now. So you're getting like Mike Evans value all the way in round three is how you're seeing it. Exactly. I mean, like I like that. Okay. And you have like DeAndre Swift, who we don't know what direction this Detroit offense is going, or CEH if if you wanted to move to like flex. I don't trust CEH right now. I don't either. So there you go. Hashtag okay. analysis. Yeah. For my pick thirty to thirty-one, I picked uh, the other guy that you probably also saw on the list, Keenan Allen. Mm. Uh, and I just I see Mike Thomas is also going here. Obviously you saw RJ just take him, but I'm choosing Keenan Allen over Michael Thomas because we don't know who's throwing the ball to Michael Thomas. It still could be Taysom Hill. We say it's Jameis Winston, but we, we actually do not know. So it's Jameis versus Taysom Hill. Keenan Allen, on the other hand, however, is also the number one guy on his respective team, but he has Justin Herbert slinging him the ball. And must I remind you, Mr. Herbert was last year's rookie offensive player of the year as well. I think he, he and Allen has a, he might not put up like crazy numbers like Mike Thomas can, but I think his QB situation will help me sleep at night. So I, I just went for the safer pick here, basically. I like and I, did, I didn't go for like the potential wide receiver one pick or that, the route that you took. That's fair because Michael Thomas can literally be a wide receiver one or a bottom of the barrel flex option. But for mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, he's a wide receiver one, and on a bad day, he's a wide receiver two. Yeah, and I went with the safe pick here because, mind you, I got Travis Kelsey and DeAndre Hopkins on this team. So Keenan Allen is my my rock, you know? He's the rock. I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah, really, really good receivers there with DeAndre Hopkins and Keenan Allen. But moving on to the back end of round three. This is a team who, if I'm not mistaken, who did we take? It was the Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you you did Hill and Eckler. So, um, ooh, ooh, <laughs> my opinion changed actually because I, I actually heard something today. So, my bullet point I put one bullet point and it was I like Chris Carson over David Montgomery. Yes, huge thumbs. I'm I'm giving RJ a thumbs up right now. So I'm. That was two days ago. I want to change my answer. What? And get you know, Can you not do this? It's really throwing me off today. <laughs> With every, every time you open your mouth, it's, hey, I like the color blue. About five seconds, but red is better. Red is better. Yes. So to be honest, like this was not really scripted. And the reason why I would pick David Montgomery, there is news that Tariq Cohen may not be ready at the start okay. of the season. Wasn't he not ready for last season as well? Like, or he played all of last season? Well, Tariq Cohen tore his ACL. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Keep going. Finish. So are you saying that he tore his ACL like halfway through the season? And so... That's what I thought, right? Yes. And David Montgomery didn't really, you know, do much. Until the late season surge. Until until after Tariq Cohen was injured. Wait, let me see when he... Okay, keep going. I'll check to see when he was injured. So I think I get what Ryan's saying. Like, he wasn't going to be ready for the start of the season. It makes sense. 
if he's not ready by the middle of the season. So he's not going to be ready weeks one through four. Let's play this out. He might be healthy to play week five or six. Is he at 100% though? We don't know that. ACLs are very tricky to kind of manage in that aspect, especially for the running back position, because obviously they're doing a lot of running because they're running backs. Mm -hmm. So they might ease Tariq Cohen back in. What does that mean? David Montgomery show. Okay. So so my argument to that is, so on September 28th, 2020, Tariq Cohen tore his ACL. I think that's what, that time frame is either week three or four, somewhere around there. Mm Mm-hmm. Meaning that, so in my point of view, David Montgomery has had the whole season, basically what, 75% of the season to get it together. And I mean, he did have games where he didn't get it together. And I mean, the, the surgeon happened to like literally the last like seven games or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm still a little skeptical on the situation, but I see where you're going, where it could be the Montgomery show. If he shows up like he did last season, late last season. Because if he shows up like he did late last season, this guy could be a, a steal at, at the end of round three. At the end of round three, right. So mm-hmm. further counter-argument. David Montgomery, for the past, what, two years, has been drafted as a running back to flex option. Kind of. Kind of, for the most part. Mm-hmm. He averaged you, what, 10 points? Eight? Eight, eight to, to 10. 10. So like a flex yeah so you're drafting like an early flex but you also have to remember that on your team you also have austin Eckler and tyree kill mm-hmm. who can literally pop off on certain weeks and david montgomery is kind of like that basket play i'm gonna move on to pick 37 because again it's back-to-back pick what if you get someone like terry mclaurin who also has a very 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 safe pick as a wide receiver He's going to get so, you 10 to 12 every every week. So you're going with consistency with these two picks to counter, to, basically to hedge against your other two picks that were a little more risky. That had more pop, especially Tyreek Hill. <laughs> okay, okay. Not bad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. So for me, two different players. So I went Hill and Dig. so two receivers already. I am going to go with Chris Carson, pick 36. Mm-hmm. instead of David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I would like to draft Chris Carson later in the draft, but in this scenario that I drew up, we went Hill and back-to-back earlier, so we kind of knew, you know, where you kind of... I, I wouldn't say we're, we're digging too deep for a running back just yet, but it's starting... The, the list is getting shallower and shallower for running backs. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you take Chris Carson here to have like at least one solid running back he, he's not elite but at least it's it's solid and he's also looking very jacked I, I i think we talked about it last episode i if he if injury don't hold him back he could have a season and then with pick 37 i went with the other guy that's why i did not like your aj brown pick i went with julio jones here for this same team so this team will now have three receivers and one running back uh, it's the fourth round. You have two, like I said, two receivers, one running back. So your intuition tells you to go running back, but no, you don't trust your gut in this case. The board, uh, if, you, if you just look at the board, use your brain. I don't see a running back that's worthy of the 37th pick. 
because of the whole David Montgomery thing that I just talked about. Therefore, I go with Julio. Julio Jones. I... And and if you want to argue that like Kareem Hunt, I mean, no, nah, it's a little too early for Kareem Hunt. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you retracted. Yeah, you retracted that pick. But yeah, moving on to the middle of round four, it's going by pretty fast. Um, this is the team with which went, I think, Ezekiel Elliott. It was Ezekiel Elliott team. Um, yeah. Antonio Gibson. Um, and I think... Mike Thomas? Michael Thomas, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we pair the Mike brothers together? Mike and Mike. Mike and Mike. Bring in Mike Evans. Oh, I thought you were going to say Mike Davis. <laughs> My <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't um, know why Mike Davis popped to mind before Mike Evans. <laughs> Okay, my bad. Oh man, it's because I've been I'm raving about um my man Mike Davis for too much, but I, I still like him. But Mike Evans is a pick here. Um, I don't know if there needs to be reasoning behind why you should draft Mike Evans here. Um, I mean, one, it balances out the team. Two, you know, he's gonna put up very solid numbers, especially for wide receiver too. That's great value for Mike Evans, who can be yeah. a top 12 wide receiver. If you really think about it, especially if you have Tom Brady throwing the ball. Um, I think the only concern over at Tampa Bay is the fact that there's just too many mouths to feed. Mm-hmm. And there would be some games when Mike Evans would be the, um, the child who wasn't fed. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I mean, it doesn't matter because Brady's throwing him the ball. Did you hear Brady actually played with a torn MCL? I did. Jesus Christ, man. They still couldn't sack him. He yeah, literally you know, could not move. He still ran the ball. Yeah. The guy The guy is amazing. All right. Uh, pick 42-43 here. My team has, this is the Travis Kelsey team. So Kelsey, Hopkins, Keenan Allen, right? So we got two receivers, one tight end. Uh, it's time to pick up the slack here again. <laughs> Running back reinforcement is severely needed. We currently have zero rostered. This is a reach, but brace yourselves. Uh, I go James Robinson here. And I know we said we're going to pick players within four to five positions within their ADP, but I'm sure Robinson will still be here <laughs> because he's getting drafted about 10 spots later. Uh, I saw an article today that Travis Etienne is just going to be just going to be the primary pass catching back. So I jump for joy. If I was James Robinson, pass catching backs, don't steal much away from the primary back. In my opinion, Robinson will still get the carries uh, on first and second down. Plus he'll get the goal line carries. That's six points. Every time, you know, the ball reaches over the end zone. Uh, I don't like a split backfield, but think of this like Nick Chubb and like Kareem Hunt, you know, and Robinson's Chubb. <laughs> That's my pitch. I'm torn. Um, you don't I'm not, like I'm it. I'm not going to argue your pick because obviously it's your team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't like this team at all. So might as well just, just, just unleash it. So you compared James Robinson to Nick Chubb and <laughs> um, Travis Etienne to, to Kareem Hunt. Yes. The problem is that James Robinson was able to thrive because he was a good runner and they threw the ball to him. And, yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he is not as good of a runner as Nick Chubb. So you yes. lose value there. It, yeah. So this is your Walmart version, as you like to say. 
budget version sorry okay but so james robinson is like the dollar tree walmart version <laughs> of nick chubb but i think travis Etienne is like the target version of Kareem hunt <laughs> do you understand the compare do you understand the I, I, I feel what you mean but i just don't agree with it it's, I think it's all smoke that he's only you don't draft you don't draft a running back in the first round and be like he's our he's our pass catching back. You're right. Maybe I bit into the smoke, you know. But sometimes it's true, you know. You never know. Sometimes I mean, this is coming from <laughs> this is coming from the guy Urban Meyer who took a look at DJ Chark and was like, no, too small, <laughs> want bigger. <laughs> you know, he he. You know, he could take a running back in the first round to be a third down back. We don't know. Disrespected my man, DJ Chark. <laughs> you fired back and drafted James Robinson. <laughs> That's yes. your revenge. <laughs> yeah. It's one way to think of it. All right. So pick 48, round four, and then pick 49, round five. Take it away. Yeah. This is the team that drafted... I'm not mistaken, Christian McCaffrey, and we went two wide receivers. If I'm not mistaken, we went AJ Brown, Justin Jefferson. I want a third wide receiver right here. Mm. Solidify yes. the wide receivers. It's not Cooper Cup. It's Robert Woods. Oh, I like that. I like that. I also got Robert Woods at 48. Such a good player. He is. It's crazy how people always undervalue Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. They, they undervalue a straight-up number one wide receiver on the roster of that team. Yeah. Makes, I don't get it. And, there, and there's this, like, back and forth with, like, oh, it's because Cooper Cup is there and they have to split blah, 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 blah. And the reason why I'm saying blah, 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 blah is because it's all, it's all false. Robert yeah. Woods has been putting up top, top 12 wide receiver numbers the last two or three years. It was the ball. Who was throwing the ball, Ryan? Jared Goff. Jared freaking former Cowell alum. Yes. 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 <laughs> school of Aaron Rodgers. And also school of Jared Goff. You know, you know Jared Goff <laughs> decreased the value of your degree, Ryan, by just a little bit. Stop. We're not going there. <laughs> Hey, man, we, we have Marshawn Lynch and Aaron Rodgers. Who you got? James Jones. Ooh. <laughs> Had chills running through my whole body when you said that name. As you should. As <laughs> you should. I'm kidding. But, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, Robert Woods here is literally getting a quarterback upgrade with Matthew Stafford. Is it a big jump? Who knows? It's, a, it's an upgrade, though. Yeah. It's an I agree upgrade. With you. Robert Woods. It's Robert Woods here at 40. And for 49, this team still needs a running back. And who did I pick? Pick Cream Hunt. <laughs> okay. I'm just laughing because we just talked about Cream Hunt and it wasn't in the best way possible. <laughs> Explain. You have three really good wide receivers. You're going to kill each team with your wide receivers. And Cream Hunt's here to. To just put up solid numbers. Solid yeah, give you flex, the final like borderline puncher. I don't know if they're the saying. The eight the spark. Yeah. To, to win. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So for my team, this is CMC as well. Justin Jefferson. 
Darren Waller. So by far, this is my most balanced team. You got a running back, wide receiver, and tight end. So you're basically setting yourself up to just draft the best player available here. Uh, so I did Robert Woods at 48. And at 49, uh, I do a big reach here, quote unquote, again, because I fully don't admire any of the players being drafted here. And if I wait for my next turn, all the guys I'm comfortable with will be gone. Okay. So there are two options here, Brandon Ayuk and Jamar Chase. For oh me. My. <laughs> Both are expected to be the number one receiver for their team. Correct me if I'm wrong with Ayuk. You're right. Uh-huh. So I already hyped up Ayuk in our wide receivers episode, but ultimately I'll go with potential. And I think Jamar Chase has slightly more potential with a little more risk as well. You take a gamble on him and Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase also hails from LSU and could be the next Justin Jefferson. This could be a solid pick for you. Just imagine a wide receiver one in round five. Fantastic. Can also be a flex. But anyways... <laughs> You don't like you actually don't like Jamar Chase that much? I do, but I mean the range of opportunities for this guy could either be wide receiver one or he could be a flex. Like what's stopping him from being Odell Beckham? Very true, but you're wasting a round five pick on a gamble to win you the season. Mm, that's right. I see it. I see, yeah, okay. When you view it like that, yeah. So for the team with Ezekiel Elliott, Tonyo Gibson. And Michael Thomas and Mike Evans. <laughs> We're going flex here. And the two players that I had to pick from was either was either Miles Gaskins or DJ yes. Moore. Okay. Okay. You know who I you know who I ended up with, right? I hope you end up with my less Gaskin. I did not end up with my less Gaskin. Dang it, man. DJ Moore. Yeah. Again, I guess like draft philosophy is always different. I guess in most years, I kind of I like the three running backs. Um, so for this, I would have picked Miles Gaskins. Gaskins, but I'm kind of I'm I'm trying something new. I like DJ Moore. He could be a top twelve wide receiver. He was a top twelve wide receiver last year. But but Miles Gaskin, man. What about it? Like like like. Okay, you, you draft him here at pick 54 to 55, right? Mm -hmm. And look at all the guys that are drafted before him. We have Jacobs, Chubb, Kareem Hunt. And guess what? All those backs are splitting carries or splitting touches. None of them are the bell cow, are, is the bell cow back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gaskin, on the other hand, is the bell cow for the Dolphins. Last year, he had a bad knee, and he was on you know the, the vid list, whatever. It's, it's his job to lose in Miami right now. So I think you can solidly get are running back to in round five. If, if, if everything pans out for this guy, the only guy trying to fight for his job or vying for his spot is Malcolm Brown. I think. Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Very true. It's just DJ Moore is just so good. Okay. Okay. You can have three wide receiver ones on your team, or you can have three wide receiver ones that turn into flexes each week <laughs> for that team. Mike Evans, DJ Moore. And, and Michael Thomas. You know what? All those wide receivers are out of the NFC um, South. Very true. Yeah. So that's just, yeah, that was my pick for, okay. for did you go with Miles Gaskin? I went with Miles Gaskin. And that team has uh, uh, Travis Kelsey. Oh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to say uh, 
I like this team. It has Travis Kelsey, DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan Allen, James Robinson, and Miles Gaskin. So for moving on to the last pick of round five, then pick 60, who do you have? Who's, who's currently on your team and who do you pick? Who is on this team? It's the Eckler team. Nah, Eckler, yeah. Hill, um, David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin team. And to round that off, as a solid flex play, it's Travis Etienne. Okay. You obviously don't like Travis Etienne. <laughs> I'm okay with the pick. I'm okay. Which is, fine. Which is totally fine. I want it to be a super big reach here. I do see the likes of Brandon Ayuk and Jamar Chase. I see them. They're creeping up. But Travis Etienne, I feel like, could be a solid flex RB2 option for a team. Trust the, I said, trust the process, trust the team philosophy here. I think Travis Etienne is going to be, is going to be used. I, I think it's all smoke that he's just the pass catching running back. And that's, that's the analysis. That makes sense. That. Makes sense why you draft him because you think it's smoke. Mm-hmm. I take the smoke, I inhale it. So I don't draft him. So pick 60 for me. This is a team that has Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, Chris Carson, and Julio. So I go with the other rookie running back, Javante Williams. I reach a bit and grab him, hop on that bandwagon early before it takes off without me. Sure, Melvin Gordon is being drafted ahead of Javante Williams, but uh, I think that may change as the season goes on for a few games. We never know. I think it's a risky pick, sure, but it could pay off and also give you a potential RB1 to RB1.5 in the fifth round. So why not? I take the gamble. I mean, we're both taking the gamble on rookie running backs. So yeah, I, I like that. And that concludes our picks for rounds one through five, but we're not done yet. We have a couple more questions, Ryan, and we'll bring back Would You Rather. We're going to break these open real segment. quickly. Let's go. Um, just because I thought that they were really fun last week. So we're going we're gonna to keep it going. Um, so because this was about rounds one through five, I made these questions related to rounds one through five. One through so five. all right. Question number one, because these are both drafted within rounds two or three. Would you rather have Cam Akers and Keenan Allen or Miles Sanders and Stephon Diggs? Cam Akers, Keenan Allen. I don't like Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Nothing against him personally or anything. I just never never watched him enough. Maybe I'm late to the bandwagon. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I like Cam Akers. I, I had Cam Akers on my team last year. They finally trusted him. This year, they'll trust him more. And I even drafted Keenan Allen for one of my teams earlier. So that's why I like that. I like them better. Miles Sanders has burned me a lot. I had two shares of him last year. Mm-hmm. I would still pick Miles Sanders and Stephon Diggs. Really? You just don't like Keenan Allen. I do like Keenan Allen. I really do. High school, you liked Keenan Allen. Yeah, right now, I feel like you don't. Oh, okay. Hey, people recover, man. Yeah, Just because you're injured doesn't mean you're fully. Uh, okay. Yeah, remember, right. remember when I needed five points and um, he got me 2.8? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. When they were like, oh, he'll play. He'll play. Yeah, he'll play. He played, played in like 12 plays out of 60. That was that game against the Rage. I remember. I don't. I remember too. I, I remember that. I was happy. Huh? I was happy. Because every time Keenan Allen plays, it, it's bad for us. Yeah. So 
but that's not the reason why. I love Keon Allen. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna definitely get a ball this year. But Miles Sanders, I feel like there's. I feel like he's gonna turn it around. He has some competition. Offensive line is really good, and Stephon Diggs is just a beast. Um, I like that. So yeah, next question: Would you rather have Dalvin Cook and AJ Brown, or Devontae Adams and Austin Eckler? Oh God. You know, since you sold me a little bit on Eckler, I'll go with Eckler and Adams. Fair. I'm going to pray that Aaron Rodgers plays for the Packers this year. Devontae Adams gets back to his original form, being arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. And now you also have budget Christian McCaffrey. So you, you think that Dalvin Cook is just not going to be a top? No, 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 no. He's going to be a top. Like like top running back for sure, but I like Devontae Adams more than AJ Brown. I think you like AJ Brown more than I like AJ Brown. Fair. I picked Julio. You picked AJ. True. Very true. Yeah. Um so I assume you're going with AJ and Adam Cook. I would go Devontae Adams and Austin Eckley. Oh, okay. I like I'll that. Too much. Um so. gotta watch out now. I feel like that's who you're going to take in round one now. Oh, yeah. Don't matter. It don't matter what pick I have. I'm going for Austin Eckler. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know, he's the strongest, whatever this means, pound for pound man in the NFL. Don't know what that means. But... I don't know either, but that's that's the title he holds. I love this, <laughs> yeah. As far as you know, Ryan, this could all just be smoke for when we draft for our league. I'm just kidding. It's not smoke, is it? Who knows? But... <laughs> I'm just messing with Ryan's head all episode. I love it, but um in a damn podcast just to win fantasy. <laughs> I love it. Um last two questions. Number one, would you rather have Travis Etienne or Kareem Hunt in your flex? Oh, 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 sorry. I, I was waiting for the other two lists of names. That's why nope. it threw me off a little bit. Just Travis Etienne or Kareem Hunt? Uh Travis Etienne, just for the potential, because we know what we're going to get out of Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Travis Etienne, it could be smoke, could not be smoke. I don't think it's smoke, but it could be. So I don't want to have to cry when it's actually smoke. <laughs> very fair, very fair. All right, and the last question, I think you kind of you're going Etienne it. as well. I assume I go Etienne. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Last question. I think you kind of answered it throughout the whole podcast, but obviously I didn't know your answers before. So I'm going to ask it anyways. Would you rather draft a tight end or a quarterback within the first five rounds? <laughs> quarterback. I'm not even kidding. That was the question that I had. That was the uh, I was kidding. It's tight, tight end for sure, dude. I tight mean. end for sure. Because there are guys that you can take later after round 10, like Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> you know, as you guys can see, me and RJ, we have really different I mean, I guess draft philosophies for fantasy. I think we agree more when it comes to real football, but in fantasy, it's it's very different. Which is why it's fine for us to trade like fantasy football information it's because we listen to it and we're like it's completely bull. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna it down. <laughs> yeah, we don't have pens and paper out. We're not even near our exactly keyboards. because when RJ gives me his picks, I think he's off his rocker, man. I don't know what he's doing picking these guys. I, I just this- hype it up so he actually picks them. Yeah, same. And I have the same for Ryan. Like, it's, 
we never conflict. I think the only problem is if we ever like pick next to each other. But for the exactly, most, exactly, for the most part, we're fine. The only time we conflict is when we pick a player that we know the other person likes in hopes of trading it later yeah. or trading him away later. Exactly. But to answer my last question, it's tight end because of the scarcity for the position. Like Ryan kind of mentioned throughout the whole podcast, like there's only 12 good tight ends, but there are about 14 good quarterbacks. You can you can hang with Trevor Lawrence, but you can't hang with Tim Tebow at your tight end position. Exactly. That's the comparison I have for y'all. And that's I like all I that. Have. All right. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we do the same thing as this week. But instead, we're going to do it for round six through uh, six to ten. And uh, that's the T. And that's the tea. Take care, y'all.